0: Back on the morning chat with Ed Ballinger on WAOV from the Rotary Young Leaders, Ali Bob our guest this segment, and talking about a lot of things in their organization. Uh, now we did talk about the 5K uh, taking place the Saturday before the eclipse on April sixth, yep. seven thirty that night. So. Uh, uh, Get your registrations in and you can get those registrations again where?
1: Uh, go to Vincenshalf.com. And so you can sign up to um, race there. You can also sign up to volunteer there. We're looking for both. Um, but, you know, the cool thing I do want to mention for all of our race signups: uh, if you sign up for the Solar Eclipse 5K and the – vincent's historical half marathon or 5k at the same time you can get 20 off your registration um so i definitely recommend you know setting two goals for yourself while you're signing up um which we have those links uh, at vincent's half.com too
0: when well, when is the half marathon
1: september 14th
0: okay. september 14th all right good good and that is uh i'm sure you probably have looked at the calendars yeah well you know that's not homecoming that's
1: Oh no, we, we try to do our best to avoid everything because, you know, the main reason is we require over a hundred volunteers and we fought prom before we fought all these things and a hundred volunteers on top of, you know, over 300 runners is a pretty difficult task. Right.
0: The other thing is, um, that's also your, the season, the running season is starting to dwindle down a little bit in yeah. September, isn't it? Yeah. So good timing.
1: Yeah, good timing. I'm excited for it. I
0: like the idea that you're taking chances. You're not just yeah. being so stationary with everything.
1: Yeah, and you know I think sometimes you know things are all about consistency, but you all, you do have to do a little bit of trial and error. Sure, you know, we're still early on where we can kind of get away with that, and I'd rather figure these things out now than you know too far in you know.
0: Spoken like a young business person. <laughs> okay, all right. What else do you guys have planned this year?
1: Um, so you know, coming up very soon, actually starting today. i um, not sure if our advertising has gotten out yet, but we are going to be doing a serial drive this month. Um, so we're really excited to help out um, helping his hands Um, you know we always partner with the other rotary group in Vincent's to um, do different drives for them Um, and I think right now is a, you know everybody donates at the holidays you know they do the food drives and all of that and you know I think they start to run dry after the holidays and so um, so we love helping that out them out and you know it's something easy but also very fun for us to do and so if anybody's interested in donating cereal to support um, our drive. Uh, You can drop them off at Bob's Pizza on Main Street, um, Burkhardt Insurance, uh, Liberty, Credit Union, and I think we might have a couple other spots, but always just follow rotary young leaders on facebook um and you can find out all that extra information but yeah that's the first thing coming up is a serial drive okay um we're also in the works of you know trying to plan for um one of our big goals has been you know trying to renovate the leicester square basketball court and so um, we're on the early on stage of the planning process we're hoping to get our full plans set and our you know goal of fundraising um for that and um you know, hopefully here in the next month or so. Um, You know, we want to make sure it's something nice, but also something that, um, you know, just makes sense, too, financially. And so we're very excited to do that. And so we're going to be getting the wheels rolling on that here in the next couple months. So um, you'll definitely be hearing more about that here soon, too.
0: You guys really have taken a – that that project there is just – you know, Lesser (laughs) Square is – you know, it's a true neighborhood park. Yeah, it is. All surrounded and it's so cool. It is it is a cool park. Uh you know, we've got the improvements to the skate park coming. Yeah. And, and then of course you were by by a lot of years ago, it seems like how many years ago that you oh, did that. I don't
1: that? want to say it. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> but but you had your you had the initial project there for yeah. the for the exercise. i will call it sorry, equipment. Yeah, I guess.
1: fitness equipment, equipment. equipment.
0: Yeah, okay. But now you're adding to the basketball, and you and I talked about this last time, and it's funny. A couple of people who listened came up to me and was telling me other basketball courts. Yeah, and I just said, forgot about, but there's still not a lot.
1: Yeah, there aren't a lot, and you know, regardless. Yeah you know, that one's in bad shape. So whether we have them or not, you know, that community, I mean, ideally, like, every community needs some resources, like, neighborhoods need them. And, you know, if we can help out, um, you know, a herd of kids, you know, making good decisions in that area, as well as, like, attracting people to come visit that park, that's a accomplishment in my book and so whether we have basketball courts or not you know like i just think it would be a really nice addition to to the park okay Um, I actually want to bring up one other thing that we have going on. Sure. Um, So every quarter we do like a mini grant um, with our group. And so um, nonprofits can apply for it and it's a $500 um, just mini grant to their organization. They can use, um, you know, for whatever they need. And we do have an application process just to explain like what their group is and what they're doing and kind of what they're needing the funds for. But, Um, we are setting our poll out for our members to choose uh, the winner. We always kind of vote on it and then have them come speak at our meeting. Um, So that ends tomorrow. Um, So if you are a nonprofit organization needing funds for um, whatever it may be, it may be for a project, it may just be for upkeep, um, you know, we consider everything. So visit um, Rotary Young Leaders of Vincennes on Facebook, and you can find our um, our link to you know register for that. But um, that's one of our favorite parts of the group. We love having those different organizations coming in town or into our meeting to talk about what they do. There's so many you don't yeah. even realize are here. I know. Um, and that's been my favorite part to get to know other organizations, you know, and see like what all everybody else is doing in the community. So I know a lot of people are needing funding, and you know, I've been in places where I've been fundraising and it's hard to find like who all's handing out money, you know? um, So we will be doing that. We're um, gathering all of our, all of our votes on Friday. So I definitely recommend to get that in today um, or tomorrow morning.
0: Okay. Got a couple of minutes left. Uh, What about membership? Membership. Somebody Somebody wants to join
1: yeah so uh we would love to have um new members come and join us uh messaging us on rotary young leaders vincent's facebook page that's going to be your best way uh to get some information, but, um, you know, reach out to me, reach out to, you know, any of our other members that you, that you know are in the group. Um, we meet the third Tuesday of every month. And so we're actually meeting at El Corral this month. Um, so third Tuesday, I'm not sure what the number is (laughs) of of the month, but, um, definitely welcome your first three meetings are free. Um, in our membership in general, we just try to do the lowest, you know with rotary they require you to charge dues and we just tried to do um the lowest amount possible uh, because we want it to be something that everybody can do. And, um, whether your work sponsors you to do it, um, or whether you're paying for it yourself, like we want to make it affordable. And so, um, just reach out to us. We always have like some food or drinks or something like that. And, you know, it's well worth the money. You know, I've, I've made so many friends that I wouldn't have expected to make, um, you know, through this group. And I feel like we've also been able to make, you know, a pretty decent impact just by, you know, we meet only once a week or once a month. I mean, um, and you know, it just feels nice to be a part of something like that,
0: right? Right. And you know, you're talking under forty. I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, that's twenty-one to 40. forty. Twenty-one to forty. There you go. Also, um, speaking of membership, uh, you kind of like go on the same lines that the Rotary Club does, where you guys are just not a club. It's just like, okay, we got members. You want working members?
1: Yeah, we want people that, um, you know, we do have. S- I I, we want to kind of attract everybody, you know, because we realize some people are busier than others, but, you know, we do want working members. I mean, we could be in a group where we're all just writing checks, you know, but that's just kind of not really what our vision was. You know, our vision was to get out there, you know, motivate people, inspire people, and, you know, just try to get everybody trying to keep moving forward, you Mm -hmm. know. Vincent's has been moving forward, you know, Pretty strongly, you know, I just remember when I was in high school, Vincent's is night and day difference, mm-hmm. you know, and we just want to inspire people and that's what it takes is people getting out and doing things. Right,
0: right. Okay, once again, if you were wanting to register for the uh, Rotary Young Rotary Leaders 5K on April 6th, how do you do it?
1: Uh, just visit uh, vincentshalf.com, and you'll see our links for everything on that. It'll have it all it's very easy to read. Um, and if you're not signing up, it's honestly just a nice time to go visit our website. It has, it's pretty much like a visit Vincent's website. Um, our designer really put in a lot of work to showcasing all the features of Vincent's and, um, it's definitely worth, worth a look too.
0: Always a pleasure. Look forward to yeah, seeing you next thanks month. Thanks for having me. All Say stay you more of the morning chat coming up on WAOV. Save
2: money and time by shopping with TOC Direct Mail. It comes to your mailbox every week and includes great buys on what you need and what you want. Look for TOC Direct in your mailbox this week.
0: Good morning and welcome to the morning chat with Ed Ballinger on 97.3, 97.7 FM, 1450 AM WAOB. Glad you could be with us. And speaking of being with us, our first guest, we have Allie Bowe from the Rotary Young Leaders Club here in Vincennes and Knox County. Good morning. Good
1: morning. How's it going? It's
0: going fine. You come in, you know, it's sunny this morning. You're all you just got back from vacation. Yeah. You're, you're, you're ready to go, aren't you? Oh,
1: yeah. I've got my, uh, I feel like I have like my alpaca coat on. <laughs> that's, that's what I use to walk my dog in the morning. And it's just like, I can't take it off. Okay. But it is a beautiful day. Okay.
0: Well, she's come prepared, folks, because she has a lot. And I mean a lot on your plates. Yeah, we have oh, a lot going, going on. on. Okay. Uh, like any guests, and I know, and I do apologize to the audience, it seems like one topic dominates but it's a once in a generation topic. Mm -hmm. That's the eclipse. Yeah. And you're involved because you have an event in conjunction with it.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, you know, we saw just, I don't think that everybody realized quite how big the solar eclipse was going to be for Vincennes. Obviously when you think of a solar eclipse, it sounds really cool, but I don't think a lot of people realize like how much of an impact it's going to have on Vincennes and once we you know started hearing from Sarah and from the mayor and you know other people um you know talking to us about it we realized like just how much we felt like we wanted to support you know the event for Vincennes and um you know just create it a more memorable experience that weekend and you know what's the one thing that we you know are getting pretty good at it as a run and so um we're really excited to do the solar eclipse 5k um coming up that weekend okay that's
0: on saturday
1: that's on saturday and the time okay so it's going to be really cool because um there's obviously going to be a lot going on all weekend um but that particular evening um starting at eight o'clock there's going to be live bands down at patrick henry square um I'm not sure who all is going to be there, but I do know Bill Brower and his band uh, with his daughter. They'll be down there. But. Um, I think it's just going to be a very good time. And I'm excited for myself to even finish across the finish line. You know, go get a drink, go to the band. And I think it's going to be so much fun. There's going to be a
0: lot going on. A lot. A lot going on. A lot of people. A right lot there. of
1: people. Now, I'm not normally a big people person. <laughs> oh, big crowd person. What? But no, I think no. this would all be fun. No, no <laughs> that is not true. I'm a people person. But, you know, those big crowds... A little intimidating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Allie, how long have I known you? I know that you're a people person.
1: You like, yeah. You know, I'm not saying
0: you like attention. I think
1: it's thinking about it ahead of time. Uh,
0: here's what I'm thinking is, and this is the honest, goodness, truth. We just don't know how many are going to be here. Yeah, we don't know.
1: It's a huge mystery. It
0: is. It's a it's a long event.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: for four and a half minutes. Yeah, uh, and uh, but we don't know. When they're going to come in the morning and Saturday, right? In the afternoon, Saturday evening, or they going to stroll it on Sunday mm-hmm. or Friday? I mean, right. we just don't know.
1: Yeah, I think the goal is hopefully you know people will be coming in to spend the whole weekend. But you know, I know a lot mm-hmm. of the people probably have work and uh-huh. you know personal lives, and you know already taking off for Monday for the solar eclipse. Unfortunately, I don't think it's like a government paid no, no, holiday.
0: No, schools are out. Though. Yeah, I
1: schools mean, are out. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. It is like a big old mystery. I mean, even with the business, you know, with the pizza restaurants, it's kind of hard to gauge, you know, what exactly should we be expecting? And, you know, my mind naturally wants to expect a lot to be prepared for just so we're not, you know, unprepared. But, man, it is tough.
0: Well, you know, we may lose our radio airwaves for four minutes. but, But you know what? It's an eclipse. It's supposed to be dark. Yeah. It's supposed to be silent. It's supposed yeah. to, that's what it is. That's
1: going to be really cool. I, I think if you know everything gets really quiet and everybody's just in awe, I think that's going to be an amazing moment.
0: Yeah, but anyway, but uh, what's well, going to be even funner. It's just things heading up to it. You yeah. know what? You know, I feel like oh, the, this got kind of like a science fiction movie. It is. You know, it, it's is. like yeah. okay, here it comes, like Independence Day, with but no aliens. Okay. Yeah, like we're
1: getting ready for our big movie. Yeah. You know? I was like,
0: okay, <laughs> but we got to remember, this just not Vincennes. It, it stretches, you know, it goes up the north yeah. Knox County, and so I mean, it's
1: everybody's going to be celebrating it. Um, you know, actually, like all of the the counties that we have restaurants in. Um, they're all celebrating big, too. Uh, but I think that, obviously, Vincent's is expecting the most um, outcome. But, you know, everybody's excited for it. And, you know, it's really neat to see because, I don't know, like it's just cool that people think so far in advance for something like it this. It
0: is. This, tit- this city's just gone. And I don't mean crazy. I mean, they've gone so in on this.
1: Yeah. We're all in. We're all and in. And that's what I'm hoping I think it's been amazing how many people have been coming together. Um, the Eclipse page actually just posted a, a video of this guy coming in. I think he's playing like trumpet. I'm not a I musical it, person, yeah, but yeah. I thought that was a really yeah. amazing photo came, coming from work and his overalls and, um, you know, the musicians, the photographers, the event holders, the leaders in town, you know, I think. That what I would like to see after this is like this momentum to continue to like want to improve Vincent's, like not just for one weekend, but you know, all around. And I think that's like what this is doing is calling everybody to start playing a part.
0: Right. All right. So your part for the young Rotary leaders is the 5k. Yep. All right. My question is on this, and this is really, you're going to get people come into town and they hear there's a 5k. They haven't registered yet. Uh huh. Okay. Do we have time to go down and register before? Oh, yeah. I mean, are we going to keep registration open right up till... As yeah, much- we're
1: going to try to keep registration open that day um, because we realize there's going to be a lot of people coming into town, maybe spur of the moment, or maybe just not realizing all that's going on because there are so many events. It would be honestly difficult. I know they're keeping up with the website, um, but it would be hard to know what all is going on. And so... Um Yeah, we're going to be taking registrations. We're going to try to over call on our medals and our swag bags and all of those things to make sure everybody can go home with everything. But um, but yeah, we're definitely accepting day of, day before. And we always accept for all of our races um, up until, you know, mm-hmm. really the night before.
0: Okay. All right. So anyway, uh, that's... Exciting? Yeah. I mean, it's exciting. I'm really
1: excited because actually this morning I woke up to an email. um, Our solar eclipse glasses are being mailed. So um, each of our runners that sign up, we'll be receiving uh, like a custom pair of solar eclipse glasses. So, um, you know, that's just all in the fun of it. You know, I never thought I'd be so excited about paper glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, they're
0: going to be a keepsake.
1: Yeah, they will be. And uh, I'm really excited to see them. You
0: know, um, this is a really great event for the city, but your organization, you guys have had to really, and I want people to understand this. You have had to alter your plans mm-hmm. because you're getting... This is on the heels of what you normally do, Yeah, your half uh, marathon, right? Right. So you actually say, okay, all right, we're going to do a 5K. We're not going to cancel it. Mm-hmm. We're going to move it.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, we just realized that there's going to be a, go- a lot going on that weekend. People are going to be exhausted. And, you know, we want the spotlight to be on like this weekend for Vincent's. And um, honestly, we're looking... Forward to you know I kind of always think like things happen for a reason and things are opportunities sometimes they don't always feel like it but they eventually do become those and I don't know I think we're all looking forward to moving our half marathon which also has a 5K um, to September uh, September 14th I think it's still going to be beautiful um, down by the memorial and down through Vincent's and. Um, the other thing I'm looking forward to is the water levels will hopefully be lower and so we'll get to utilize the entire river walk which I think is one of like Vincent's like best kept secrets yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. So anyway, um is there anything you need from 5K now. I mean, everything seems to be in place, ready to go.
1: Yeah, we're rolling right now, and um, we're just getting all of our things together. But um, we are very much going to need volunteers for um, for that weekend. So we're looking for volunteers as as well as obviously participants. We're about to hit that hundred mark, and you know we're still several days. I mean we still have a, quite a bit of time left and usually our signups come closer to time. So, um, we're at a pretty good number with that right now, but, um, yeah, volunteers, we're definitely looking for those and, um, sponsors. So, um, you know, all of our races can't happen without our sponsors. And, um, we really try to do our best to recognize all of our sponsors. You know, I run a business myself and so I try to take it at the angle, you know, how I kind of see things, you know, if, I don't know if I'm going to put some money up, you know, it is nice to feel recognized and, you know, appreciated. Mm-hmm. And, um, I know a lot of businesses don't have a lot, a lot of budget right now. And, um, you know, we just want to make sure everybody gets a bang for their buck. So yeah, we're looking for runners. We're looking for volunteers and we're looking for sponsors.
0: And again, that is the Saturday before the eclipse. That would be April, April 6th. 6th. Yep. Okay. And it's
1: 730, 730, right before sunset. Okay. It's going to be gorgeous. Okay.
0: And, Okay, Here, here's, well, you just told me originally 7.30, I I'd a thought in the morning.
1: Yeah, so we're doing it, we're going to switch it up for this event to kind of change the theme. I'm sorry, <laughs> I thought it was a morning event. Oh, no. So we're actually doing a Glow Run, a Glow 5K. so okay. okay. Um, it'll be 7.30 right before all of the, like, bands and stuff. It's going to be a very... That's fun...
0: why you want to hurry up and see the okay.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a very fun, like, lively, exciting finish line, so... Um, you know, that's the thing that I always love whenever I go do races in other areas is like the big after party, you know, like you put in all that time and that effort and it's just so much fun to celebrate. And so it'll be 730. We're going to have lots of glow sticks and uh, everybody's going to be just glowing and it's just going to be cool. All
0: right, let's take a break and we'll have more after this on WAOV. Welcome back to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger here on WAOV, 97.3, 97.7 FM, 1450 AM. Our next guest from the Knox County Health Department, Dr. Alan Stewart, and Chief Nurse Betty Langford. Good morning, everybody. Morning, Good Ed. morning. Well, it's been a while since we've talked with you, which I guess is good in a way. You but, should be glad you don't see more of us. Well, but you know what, though? There does come a point in time where there are issues that need to be discussed, and... If you're one of the ones who haven't had any kind of a illness over the past two, three months, congratulations. Thank you. Okay. But if you're those who have been caught something. Thank you. Welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Right now, uh, let's just start with the illnesses before we go on to other things. Uh, we, there's a lot of hacking, a lot of coughing, uh, aches and pains, some fever, some vomiting. I mean, I'm, I'm hearing all reports on everything. What, what are we looking at right now?
3: We're not in the high level, we're in a moderate level. Uh, numbers are decreasing. So for a while we were extremely high, then we were high, now we're moderate. So the numbers are going down, I believe they were eight or nine a day about a month ago, and now we're down to four plus a day. positivity so um, that's of people that have gone to the doctor and been tested not anybody doing home tests as we all know we can't keep track of all the positives of that so we are seeing COVID Um, JN.1 I know the last time I was here I mentioned JN.1 he was kind of a new man on the on the block but now JN.1 is taking care of 86.1 percent of all positive COVIDs Uh, it's not any more severe than any of the other variants out there the vaccine is still effective for that variant and they're recommending that your viral load is probably the highest on day four so if you can get tested around day three four or five then it'll be more likely to be positive if you test early it'll probably be negative but if you continue to be symptomatic Try to get tested on day three or four and that'll be a more accurate picture. Now, now, the
0: problem I have with all this is where's the starting point? Okay, if I'm sitting down and watching TV and I start to get a little bit of a headache, is that the start? Is that my day one? Or I say, oh, I'll take a couple Tylenol, i lay down. The next day I feel worse. Is that my day one
2: or is that my day two? The starting point is where you develop symptoms. Okay. That's day one. Okay. It's symptoms. And if you are just getting the test because a relative or a spouse or someone in your family has it, you have no symptoms, but you test positive, that's day one, the day you test.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. So if I'm starting to feel a little woozy, that's my first day. It's the first day I've I've experienced symptoms. That's correct. All right. So then you should wait a couple days and then get tested, is what they're saying, Mm -hmm. more or less.
3: Yes, because a lot of people test right away thinking that they're getting sick. And I think this has been the case... All the way through um, I remember being told to wait a day or so before you test and uh, more likely we'll get a more accurate
0: yeah I knew
3: definitive result at that time but now they're saying day four is when the viral load is the highest with JN.1 all
0: right gotcha. gotcha
2: the virulence of the JN.1 is not that great obviously is when You know there was a high death rate with the initial COVID. So it makes you sick and it's a flu-like syndrome. Uh, I think one question people have is, should I take the medication for it or not? The reason you take the medication is to prevent yourself from getting worse. At the same time, if it's not gonna be all that bad and you're relatively healthy, can you weather the storm without it? And I really don't have a good answer for that. I had it recently myself, I did not take the medication. Uh, if you are compromised in any way uh, with your health, I think it would be a good idea to take the medications, since it may make it less. If you wait till you're sick, well, then it's probably too late. It's not really too late to start it, but you've missed out on some of the benefit of the medication. Gotcha.
0: All right. Good point. I didn't realize about the, about the fourth day. So.
3: Well, that was a new thing that I just learned this last Tuesday. Okay. Uh, okay.
0: Uh, has it always been that way, or is it just this variant?
3: No, just this variant.
0: All right. All right. Um, if somebody sitting there saying, OK, I feel fine and there hasn't been any in my would, family here. Should I go ahead and get the next vaccine? What would you
2: say? Absolutely. I'd get the vaccine because the, vac- the most recent booster, which came out when? In September mm-hmm. of 23, uh, still is effective for the variant that we're seeing now. In the early days of the pandemic, remember, we were very concerned about people being contagious for like three days before their symptoms developed. And that was the one of the curses of the pandemic, uh, trying to, and why we all wanted to wear masks and do the avoidance thing, because we were contagious before we knew we would be sick. Right.
0: Okay. All right. What else is going on besides COVID then? Is it is it influenza? or?
3: Yeah, we have... We, we have a lot of flu going on. I think we've had more flu than COVID, um, and we've got quite a variety of flu, A, B, C, and D, I believe, but A and B have been the most popular.
0: Even if you've got your, the flu vaccine back in the fall, yeah. it, you still get the flu. It's just supposed to knock it down a Ed, little bit.
2: Two years yes. ago, when everyone was wearing masks and staying six feet apart, poor influenza and poor RSV didn't have a chance. There was almost none. Last year, when everyone stopped wearing masks and no one had been protected from the year before it hit with a vengeance. This year we're seeing RSV, we're seeing influenza. Uh, I have seen in a long-term care facility uh, influenza outbreak and all of the patients in that facility except one had been vaccinated. So the vaccine is not totally protective for influenza, which is frequently the case but it does help uh, mitigate the degree of illness. Would also like to point out that February, March is really flu season. Uh, We have seen early flu season like November, December, but for the most part, it's really after the first of the year that your flu season is there. And we do have influenza, although like Betty said, the COVID influenza incidence seems to be decreasing now.
0: Okay.
3: Right. We still have flu shots. We still have people coming in to get flu shots.
0: All right. Okay. And then RSV, that, that could be... But I think of that, though. I think of young kids. Is that true? or? You I'm,
3: think of young kids, but last year it hit the adults.
0: Okay. All right.
3: And I really thought we would be seeing a lot of people coming in for that, for those kind of vaccines.
0: But I didn't know there was a vaccine for that.
3: The health department can only give it to people who are 60 to 64. We can give young children the RSV up to age two. Uh, We've not been able to get any vaccine to date. However, we did receive word a couple days ago that we can order some vaccine, but when we'll get it, we're
0: not sure. Is this seasonal? Is this seasonal?
2: RSV tends to be, I think, seasonal like the flu in the fall more so. And I would point out that um, this is the first year there's been a RSV vaccine, which has been publicly available. Although like we're having experience, uh, health departments really can't get hold of it. Prior to that, there was a vaccine, but it was only used in people who had acute RSV. I'm really not sure how it was used and it was very hard to get and it was very expensive. Now they've made it so that we can use it prophylactically like uh, a flu shot, and hopefully next year it will be more available. Okay. All right.
3: So we will be getting RSV vaccine for patients with insurance only. So for those without insurance, we don't have a state-funded RSV vaccine yet.
0: Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. Have we hit the gamut, or is there more on illness? I think
3: that's those three. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can,
2: we can go to STDs if you want, but... Okay. <laughs> sure different kind of infection I'll let Betty talk about that sure okay
3: (laughs) we have um, gotten everybody trained to perform STD test and that will include HIV hep C hepatitis C chlamydia gonorrhea, and syphilis. If anyone is concerned that they may have any of those five, you can come in the health department, let us know, and we can test you for it, we can treat you for it, or we can send you to someone who can follow through with your treatment. But we are ready in order to perform those tests. Okay. Um, You just walk in, show, you know, give us your name, tell us what you need, and we will take care of it and then you're free to leave after
2: that. Discreetly, we obviously have to record it, but it's anonymous. It should be very confident. Obviously, it's very confidential. There is an increase in sexually transmitted diseases, and the tragedy with that is they're all extremely treatable, uh, but they're hard to reach. Uh, One like chlamydia, uh, we routinely treat the sexual contact whether you have symptoms or not. is And that's a philosophy that many physicians have, and I have it as well on it. And we do have medication at the health department for this, and people who have been exposed can come in. If we are successful in people coming to us to try to get treated and so forth, we can dramatically decrease the incidence to practically make it disappear. Mm-hmm. And the tragedy is that it is on the increase and we're really ramping up what we do to try to prevent that. Now, the numbers in Knox County really aren't that great. If we have two cases, that's considered a high incidence. And we it's not that great, but we want to try to encourage people to come in. Uh, it's all very discreet, and you can get treated by us.
3: Chlamydia seems to be the highest percentage this month.
2: Okay, what else? What else to, is going on? Ed, you said you were getting tired of eclipse talk, but
0: we—oh, no, no, it's wonderful! <laughs> it's wonderful! It just seems to be coming up with just everybody's involved.
2: You're going to watch it with your dogs, but what yeah. if your what if your dogs look right at the sun?
0: No, i They're not that smart. <laughs> they're going to look. Like, they're not going to see anything. They're going to howl. I'm going to make a prediction. My dogs will howl.
2: On our Facebook page, we have posted uh, do's and don'ts for the eclipse. It's important for people to realize that you need to protect your eyes. Obviously, you don't want to look directly at the sun without special eclipse glasses. Sunglasses don't count. Uh, If you have a telescope or binoculars or a camera, uh, you might think that that is not like looking directly at it, but actually it's like... A magnifying glass burning a leaf it actually magnifies it and intensifies it and pretty well guarantees you're going to get eye damage so be very careful I want to know how you're
0: gonna see if this black dark out I mean I mean they're,
2: they're, well there is a period of time when the moon completely covers the Sun that just the corona or the outline of the Sun is visible but and people say well you can look at it then and you can but My advice, honestly, is to be very careful when you're doing that because if you look at it too long or it comes out, you can still risk eye damage. So I would do it with someone who really knows what they're doing. And uh, there are a lot of other things to appreciate when the eclipse is going on. It's dark, traffic lights or the uh, street lights are going on, your car lights are going on. Birds are going to roost at night and things like that that you can observe during the eclipse that are also very interesting.
0: Well, also, though, I, I get the idea that they're going to try to turn uh, like the city streetlights and stuff off because you want to make sure you get that full effect. So,
2: Well, that's yeah. one of the reasons I think Bintenz is going to be one of the more popular places because it's dead center for the eclipse and it's a rural community.
0: Right, so. right. So, all right, do you guys have glasses or are you out of glasses?
2: No, the health department has glasses on sale for a dollar piece. They're commemorative, and someday they're going to be worth millions probably. <laughs> right. And the other thing is if, if there is any uh, vendor, uh, store, uh, not-for-profit organization that would like to sell them themselves, they're available for a dollar. They can come and get as many as they want for a dollar, and they can sell them for whatever they can sell them for. <laughs>
0: commemorative I which like that. which yeah they are <laughs> okay all right um, what else <laughs> he's he's got me on that one but a dollar so just come in and say hey i want my glasses
2: mm-hmm. yeah
3: a lot of people have them for sale we have them for sale for a dollar
2: okay and good. if you don't have them for sale you want them for sale you can come buy them from us for a dollar and you can sell them for ten dollars <laughs>
0: All of a sudden, this has become an econ session. I know. Wow. Okay, great.
3: And if you're wanting to put up a food truck uh, just for that event, for three days, three consecutive days, you can get a permit for $50. Um, But the health department sanitarian will have to become involved in that, and you will need a permit for sure. So give her plenty of time to be able to come and work with you and get everything filled out, because at the last minute, she's going to be pretty busy.
2: The permits will be online. We would like everyone to have the permits filled out two weeks beforehand. If you're less than two weeks, uh, we'll try to do it, but don't guarantee anything. If you are a not-for-profit, there is no charge, but we still ask that you fill out the permit and come and let us do a courtesy inspection, because also, we guarantee we'll have people calling and saying, so-and-so is selling food at their yard and we will be able to say yes they have a permit we know about it okay
3: wow that's going to be a big deal
2: it is it is well i know there's a lot of places that are
0: running lots out and stuff at the park and watch and mm-hmm. it's like wow there's
2: why not you know the eclipse should go anywhere you know and see it so for sure let me tell and talk to you about something else that i want to talk to you about Health First Indiana. Okay, sure. And this is a result of the pandemic, and our governor, Governor Holcomb, and Dr. Box, the health commissioner, had a commission, and they realized that the pandem- pandemic, that we were not prepared for good public health and first-class public health in Indiana. And they appointed a commission, and with that, the legislature passed increased funding for public health in Indiana, Uh, Our county government very graciously has signed up for it. We were one of the first counties to pass that legislation. And we have funding for new programs. So as I said during the grand opening of the Beer House Building, thank you, Dr. Box, for taking us through the pandemic. Thank you, Dr. Box, for taking us through the governor's commission and getting us all this funding. And Dr. Lindsay Weaver, who is now our health commissioner, but now the work begins. So with this, there are expectations uh, of health departments, and we are working very hard to fulfill those expectations. I'll let Betty mention a few of the things we intend to do. Okay, go ahead, Betty.
0: One of
3: them is we will be providing CPR for all ninth graders in their health classes in Knox County. And we will also be providing CPR to the teachers. And this will be free of charge, except for a $3 uh, fee for their card. You mean CPR
2: lessons. I know it's rough being a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Providing CPR to the teachers. Okay.
3: CPR classes for the teachers. Yeah, you don't have to die in order to get CPR first. (laughs) Um, So anyway, we're getting our group together to have certified CPR instructors go out to the ninth graders and also provide CPR for all the teachers. And that is one of our big programs that we're planning on starting relatively soon. Another one we hope to do will be smoking cessation, smoking and vaping cessation. We've met with all the superintendents of Knox County, and they all agree that smoking and vaping cessation classes need to be instituted because vaping especially is a huge problem in the schools. And we will be providing that to not exactly sure what grades, but probably fifth grade and on up. So that will be an exciting new uh, program that we hope to be providing all the Knox County schools. We're hoping to do a blood pressure program. And I guess before I really get started on that, if anyone would like to know what their blood pressure is, they can walk into the health department at. The Beer House building, we're on the first floor. Just walk in, let us know you want your blood pressure taken, and we can take that for you free of charge. Okay. But Dr. Stewart would like to start a big blood pressure program, and I'll let him say a few things about that.
2: One of the biggest causes of death is heart disease and vascular disease. And high blood pressure anywhere in the world, particularly in the United States, is not really well controlled. And probably 75% of people who have high blood pressure, it's really not well controlled. If we can have an effective public health program to really control high blood pressure, that would save lives in Knox County, and it would show up statistically, I think, within a few years. So people need their blood pressure really down around 120 over 70. We are saying that 140 over 90 is okay but may need some attention higher than that we will help you get medication we will help you find a provider if you have a provider and a private physician and they start you on medication you really should not be waiting two or three months till your next appointment to have a recheck so we will be available if they want in working with your provider to come on over to the health department in two or three days and recheck your blood pressure and then we can contact your doctor, your healthcare provider, and see if you need more medication or whatever. So we're looking forward to getting this program started, and um, we think that uh, we can make, there are a lot of things in public health that need to be done. A lot of these things are hard to reach. High blood pressure, we think it's objective, and we can do something about that. We have good medications for it. Medication is not really expensive. It's getting it under control and making sure that everyone knows what high blood pressure is and what it can do to you. All right. Appreciate you all coming in. We're out of time and talk to you soon.
0: Okay. Thank you thanks, very much. Ed, thanks
2: for having us. All righty,
0: Stay tuned. More in the morning chat coming up on WAOV.